Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by FromTextToSpeech.com. Our podcast uses FromTextToSpeech for every single episode and we haven't paid them a dime. Hey! FromTextToSpeech.com. How about you change your business model? You suckers are getting played. Yo, it's a brand new episode. Yeah, it's a brand new episode of the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. It's not a rerun. It's not a rebroadcast. You know when podcasts do that? They're like, oh, it's a rebroadcast. I'm like, no, you just didn't make an episode this week. You dummies, you lazy dummies. Don't piss on me and tell tell me it's rain. Our guest is Tanner Hines today. Tanner had... I need to look up what it's actually called. It's not electroshock therapy, but it's uh, it's like a brain stimulation to cure his mental illness. Did it work? Did it mess him up forever? I'm not telling. Don't you dare turn this episode off. You listen the whole way through and figure out if Tanner still has his brain all messed up. Hey, thanks for sharing the podcast. That was really cool. Got a ton of new listeners. Let's do this with Tanner Never easy. Yeah, people don't know. Yeah. You assume people know because yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 All right, dude. What's, uh, dude, you took notes. You have, yeah. How I many did. pages of notes do you have? Just a a page all right i cool. just need to just to i know what it is but just to specifics it's important to you know yeah we're talking about this type of stuff it's there's too much wrong information out there so oh it's, it's important to be you're gonna educate and what you're i'm or you just so you're, I, yeah you're yeah. all about accuracy when it comes to uh mental illness you should be because there's a lot of misinformation out there or a lot of uh, stereotypes yeah people don't realize so it's if you're trying to help people you have to be accurate or because you don't want to perpetuate just misguide them yeah yeah so it's i'm trying to be as accurate as possible so yeah well what's uh so what's what's the matter with you um i have was uh called major depressive disorder have you ever heard of that? It sounds like a. It sounds like a hella bummer. Uh, yeah, it can't be. Um, it's it's um, signified by a um, major depressive, depressive major depressive disorder. Okay, it's characterized by uh, what is called major depressive episodes. Okay, um, which is like uh, your basic symptoms of depression, but they last for. Technically, by the books, it's supposed to be two weeks or longer. Mm-hmm. Um, my episodes can last for months at a time. So, All right. So, and their symptoms are like, you know, loss of appetite, uh, negative mood, uh, lack of energy, suicidal thoughts or actions. Um, so just your basic uh, depressive symptoms. This last. For a month at a time, sometimes. Sometimes longer than that, yeah, yeah. It, technically, to be diagnosed, it has to be at least two weeks with, you know, so many symptoms. And it's not circumstantial? It's not like, oh, this happened, It can be, it can be, but in my case, it's not really. Okay, um, it just comes and goes? It comes and goes, yeah, so. 
do you okay it's um i've heard of like bipolar type 2 where you have like yeah. manic episodes yeah. where things can be really good and then they'll be really bad do you uh-huh. have that sort of no spike no, no. You're just I, normal it, yeah it's called it's uh um uh unipolar depression okay it's just one you know depressive episode so there's no highs or lows it's mainly just lows so you feel it coming you're like okay uh, yeah. this is happening yeah. you're doing fine you're just like a normal dude mm-hmm. out in the world going yeah. to work doing your thing and then all of a sudden yeah when do you feel it coming on what's that like um um i can feel it building up to it um it's I, not like you wake up one day no it's it's it happens over a period of days weeks uh, sometimes months it just depends um but you know a lot of those symptoms come back you know loss of not i don't get really lost appetite but like depressed mood lack mm-hmm. of energy um oversleeping uh anxiety. sleep dude sleep is bad yeah sleep it's it's that like you just you don't want to be no so if you can just turn it all off yeah yeah and you know you're sleeping you're not you're not living you're not so sad. It's, it's, it's good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sleep yeah. is good yeah, but it can be can be bad. So yeah. I when it, then it, I start feeling that way, then I know something something's coming. Okay, how long have you had this for? Um, I was diagnosed when I was seventeen. I'm okay. twenty five now. Um, thank you. Um, but I I I probably suffered for it for years before that. Um, just undiagnosed. Undiagnosed, yeah. Okay, and where did you think it was a mental illness, or were you just like, oh, I'm sad because things are shitty right now? Um, I guess it's hard to tell when it first started, but I I, I didn't think it was unusual. Um, um, I remember I cried myself to sleep most nights. Did you really? Which is, I guess, saying that now sounds unusual. Uh, but uh, I guess when it first started happening, I didn't really think of it, and then I realized something's. This isn't right. You're weeping yourself to sleep, and you're like, yeah, yeah. this is a normal kid thing to do. Uh, initially, yes. Then uh, once it kept happening, you know, night after night, it's like this probably isn't good. Yeah, because right. maybe this isn't normal. Maybe this isn't normal. You so. cried yourself to sleep? Yeah. Just because you're just, like, so bummed? I don't know. I, just, like, a negative mindset? It wasn't circumstantial. It was just was uh, there was something... Uh, some sort of unbalance within me, which we can get to later. Um, talking about the treatment, but yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, or wait, real quick, were yeah. there thoughts? Would this like trigger thoughts in your head? Do you know what I mean? I think I think what it was was a, a pent up emotion. Okay. Throughout the day, that I just didn't have an outlet for until I went to bed at night. Okay. And had time to you know decompress and you know think and then. We just start crying. Yeah. Did you feel better after? Uh, I guess I, I just fall asleep. So I guess. So yeah. Did, yeah. Okay. And so then I wake up. I think I was too terribly sad when I woke up. But I guess just throughout the day things would build up, and then I would kind of let it all out at night. Okay. You know, alone in my bed. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy, dude. All right. Yeah, I'll let you continue. Yeah, and that went on for. Uh, I don't know weeks, months. It, I, my memory isn't as like the finer details. I don't have. I don't have. Um, yeah, a lot of that is a long think, time. Yeah, a yeah. long time, and you know, I've been on so many medications. I think it affects my memory to a degree. Right. Oh, you we, think so? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can talk about that later. But yeah, yeah. I, it's, um, 
So specifically, I don't know how long this happened or when it started. Uh, I was probably probably a teenager going into high school. How much of this time is a blur for you? Um, the very beginning is just because people always ask me when this started, and I can't give them a straight right. answer. So I, uh, been a couple of years, I I can't really account for mm-hmm. in terms of specifically what was happening and what was going on. Okay. So this could have been happening. For a week, could have been a month, could have been two years. I don't, I can't. Really? I, yeah. You think that because of the just whatever the hell drugs are putting you on? I think so. I think um, antidepressants, they don't, they don't, or they, they say they don't mess with your uh, organs and stuff like, uh, you know, lithium and earlier. Yeah. Uh, Tricylic antidepressants would. Um, but, you know, to, to be on so many. I've been on twelve, yeah, in seven years. So to be on so many, that, that constantly, like, oh, it's like yeah, most working I mean, at, yeah, working at like your brain chemistry every day and changing it, like it can't can't be all positive. No, well, so, I think people now are very aware of mm-hmm. obviously side effects and the va- like people that get addicted to it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, drugs. That's a, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like. Yeah, you get they're addictive. I've been on and off them. I've had withdrawal symptoms from them. It's you, know, you get you get like the flu when you're coming off. It's, it's you get sick. Yeah. So um, when did you get help? When did you first kind of like get help for this? And then um, they give you whatever. Seventeen. Okay. I told my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't even remember how much detail I went into. Yeah. Other than I think there's something wrong with me. I need to get help. I'm crying myself to sleep I think, every night. Mom I think and at Dad. that point I wasn't. I I've stopped the crying. Okay. Um, but I, I it's uh, well, I take the back. I don't maybe not as much, but I, it's still there. Okay. okay. Uh. But. What? How do they respond wrong. to that? Yeah, they were great. They said, "Yeah, if you think we can." get help I think the next day we made an appointment to go see someone and we saw someone I think the next day or the day after that uh-huh. that kind of started it so I think just telling someone um, you know helped a lot um, had you not told anyone there was uh, there was one friend I, I was trying I was telling kind of texting a little bit telling him stuff that was going on um, and he would try to help me as much as he could but I think he got to a point where he's like Cause I was telling him, you know, I was crying myself to sleep. I right. was feeling that he's like, I, I feel free. I want to help you, but I, I, there's nothing I can like, do for dude, you. I'm sorry, bro, but there's yeah, nothing you're, can, yeah. You, you need to get help. Like, I, I want to help you, but there's no, I can't do it anymore. I'm a fellow 17 year old boy. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. more I can do to help you out. And, right. But this was, this was probably a couple years before I even got help. He's telling oh, me, really? I can't, I, I love you. I, I, I want to help you, but there's nothing more I can do for you. Right. He, Outside of you getting professional help, so yeah. But other than that, no one, no one knew until I told my parents. For a Did long you time. seem like a bummed kid? No, no. no at least no one you they didn't pick well? up on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You got like good parents. They're paying attention. They just didn't pick up on it. Yeah, I, I, I've I wore a mask for a long time. So, yeah. So yeah, it's, I was very good at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And probably still am a little bit, but that's. Okay. Yeah. What what state are you in now? Well, I mean, we'll get to, it, but you can just say, are you good? No, I'm. This is. I'm. I'm the best I've ever been. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What was the first when you first got help? That mm-hmm. first time you go in. What what 
you told someone you felt better, obviously mm-hmm. just telling someone, then you go to get professional help. What's that like? Um, I went to, uh, I saw my pediatrician until I was like 18. Cause it's we, like a baby doctor, right? Yeah, well, it's, I guess, or, or, the young, yeah. They it's can, a baby doctor? They can see okay. you up until, like I, like I saw him, like I said, I saw him until I was like 18, just because okay. we didn't feel like getting a, we didn't switch doctors. Right. Um, so, yeah, I went to him, um, and he gave me a, um, a list, like an inventory, like checklist, like depression checklist, and uh-huh. he said, fill this out as accurately and honestly as you can. He gave it to him, he read it, and said, yeah, you... you have some signs of uh, what they called clinical depression. And that was yeah. my initial diagnosis. So he said, uh, so yeah, um, and he gave me a, uh, my first antidepressant and referred me to a therapist. Um, and that was it, and that was the start of it. So so you went to a, you didn't go to a therapist at first, you went to a doctor at yeah, first. Yeah, because yeah. Um, medical doctors and psychiatrists are the only ones who can prescribe you medicine. Yeah. So, like, a therapist wouldn't be able to do that for you. Um, but therapists can be doctors. The difference is a psychiatrist goes to med school. Right. So, he's able to prescribe medicine. So, um, is a psychiatrist like a combo between, like, a, like a medical physician and mm-hmm. a psychologist? Yeah, because they, they go to med school. They just like regular doctors. Um, they just, uh, um, a lot of them do therapy. Like, in my experience, I've had two psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I see a therapist, I see him for an hour at a time. Psychiatrist, I see maybe half an hour at a time. He just makes sure, make sure my meds are all in check. And That's, yeah. We talk a little bit, but we save a lot of that for this, know, the therapist. therapist. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, yeah they're, what they're do you think about doctors. that? Because I do, I have a... I think I, it's good. You think so? Yeah. I mean, the, med, the medicine, the throwing medicine at it, I don't particularly care for. Right. But, uh... You know, having having someone who's who can monitor your symptoms and medicine wise like that, I think is good. On top of the regular therapist, I think is good. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I do think that I don't know when you are. I don't know, and you can agree or disagree mm-hmm. with this, and I want you to. Um, when you're going through something emotionally or mentally yeah. or some sort of debilitating something physically debilitating even though it's mental mm-hmm. um i th- i think if you want if you want mental help and mm-hmm. then go to a therapist mm-hmm. if you want drugs go to a doctor i can agree with that i, I would say my only exception was i didn't when i first started getting treatment i didn't i didn't know what i was getting myself into absolutely so yeah uh, I wish, went to the doctor. Yeah, I wish someone would have told me that initially because um, I think that makes more sense now. But when you're just trying to get help, you go wherever you can to get help. Right. And then a lot of times that means, okay, we're here's some medicine. And then if you want, you can go talk to someone. So that's kind of, if you don't know any better. Then, right. You don't, you're, yeah. you don't know. You don't think, oh, I should just go to a counselor. Yeah. I, w- I wish, I'd say now, I wish I would have gone to counseling first. Yeah. See that would help before medicine, um, but uh, you know what the drugs do. What the drugs do for you? Initially, they were they're great. They gave me. I was on my first one was Zoloft. Uh-huh. Um, it's good. Gave me uh, some energy. Okay. Uh, helped a little bit. Um, but uh, the way the way 
antidepressants are kind of like a double-edged sword. They can help, but some a lot of times, given there's so many of them, yeah. you can't really like determine. Okay, this is going to work for you. They can. There's stuff now they can help determine a little better. But initially, they just it's kind of trial by fire. They just try, try different this, ones, and then if it doesn't work, try something else, or it might work for a long time or a while. Like the, the first one did for me, then it stops working for whatever reason. So oh, so Zoloff kind of puttered out. Yeah, so you just okay. kind of have to keep trying until you find something, which is frustrating and uh, probably not the best way to do it. But uh, And they're getting better about finding certain medications for people. They do this thing called gene siding. They swab your cheek, and it's like a DNA test. Yeah. And it shows you, like, sorry, and it shows you, like, which medicines your body would metabolize better than others. Okay. And that's kind of, that's, put you more on the right track, which I did a couple years ago. But other than, other than that, you know, it's just trial by fire. Try, try these drugs, try those drugs. Yeah. Do you think, you it's know... A, it's a flawed system. Okay. Yeah, definitely a flawed system. All right. Well, I mean, like, I'm kind of asking you to generalize a bit, but mm-hmm. why not for yeah. fun? But do you think it's better... Do you think most people that maybe are... Let's say just depressed. Mm-hmm. Do you think most of them, do you think people should be counseled first? And then like, see if you can get some help. See if you can work through this stuff. Maybe you just need to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And then secondarily, like maybe you actually, something isn't clicking in your brain. Yeah, there's an imbalance of some sort. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a really good idea. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I think sometimes. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. every, I think it's everyone... Like, things happen in life. Everyone gets sad. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. like, real, yeah. you know, something gets in a weird yeah. rhythm. Like, sometimes things get in a weird cycle, and you mm-hmm. have to break the cycle. But I think a lot of times, people just need someone to talk to. Yeah. Someone to listen. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. But if it goes beyond, if it's beyond therapy at that point, and there's something chemically or clinically wrong with you. Yeah. Then, exactly. then sure. Go you need try medicine. Yeah. Because there's only so much a therapist can do. You mm-hmm. know, they, they need to start working on your brain yeah. in a certain respect. So so what's this journey like with throwing different kinds of drugs at, at you? Do you have different therapists going kind of going through this? I initially saw this guy um, uh, for a little while. Um, I didn't quite enjoy it. Or uh, maybe enjoy is not the best word, but I didn't get much out of it. Yeah. A lot of it, I think, was my fault. I wasn't really perceptive to it, or I wasn't really sharing a lot what was going on with me. So I could have done a better job of being more open with him about how I was feeling. Maybe he could have really helped me. Yeah. Um, A lot of times we we did, you know, guided meditations, lay on your back on a couch, and he would talk you through these relaxation techniques, which I personally don't like. You Um, don't? I don't think they, they work. Like he would be like, like, okay, he would go with, got me through this meditation, and he'd be like, okay, on the count of three, you're opening your eyes, and one, two, three, and I would open my eyes, but I'd be like, yeah. did I open my eyes because you told me, or did I open my eyes because I'm in control of my body, and I can open my eyes? So that didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I find that I've never been, I've never been successfully meditative. I've never no, no. been enlightened. It's hard. It's very hard. You probably, I have a short attention span, though. Yeah. You probably do, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, uh. You know, that's the idea, I guess, is to focus. Fix it? Yeah. 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 True. So it's... We're and hopeless. Then, and then we would like, oh, maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. All right. Uh, yeah, keep going. But yeah. then, uh, then we, we would like 
I wouldn't really say anything. Like, how's things going? Okay, good. You know, lying to him. But then he's like, okay. So he, then he tried to teach me how to like, play chess, which was... Why? I think his idea was hopefully by teaching me something, kind of distract my brain and maybe get me to talk. Oh. Uh, open up more, um, you know, while we're... Oh, that's an old trick, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, think, I think so. But uh, uh, didn't work. He would always beat me. I didn't really try hard to learn the game. Right. So it was... You just weren't I, opening up. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of it was my fault. I could have been more open. And then, um, so uh, about a year into maybe not a year, six months into this, I get uh, hospitalized for a couple of days. Um, I've been hospitalized twice. This is my first hospitalization. Um, uh, I don't. Know, this one's a little funny. I was talking to my mom, and somehow I think the word suicide was brought up at one point. And she got scared yeah. and thought I should be in the hospital. How, how did, do you remember at all how you brought that up? No, it, was, it was kind of just happened really fast. Like we were talking, and the next thing I know, we're in the car on the way to the hospital to be really. And uh, you know, I was there for a couple of days. I was at I went to UC emergency room. Uh, they kept me overnight, and then they took me to this place called Linear Center of Hope, which is like a um, specialized in mental health care inpatient care and at that time you weren't you weren't that it was basically your mom just being like my son's gonna kill himself if i take my eyes off him you you weren't Uh, do you know what i mean like because a mom is so protective she she hears she knows her like mentally unstable son yeah says the word suicide and she's like you're i'm getting you in a room without anything that could kill you i yeah i can't say for certain what 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 she was thinking but i guess that was it which is was fine. Were I, you like, is this isn't necessary, Mom? Or was it necessary? At the time, I don't think it was, but looking back on it, it was probably necessary. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I was very confused at the time because everything was happening so fast. Um, you know, I'm in I'm, I'm in a hospital and I'm in, okay. I'm in patient care. I didn't really have time to collect my thoughts. and. But you got in the car. You were like, yeah, let's do this. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess me accepting the fact that I needed to do it was sign enough that I probably should be doing it. Yeah. You, yeah. Because you, you, yeah. it's a, like a lack of control thing. Yeah. You're aware of it. Yeah, like I wasn't yeah. fighting it. So I guess I guess it was necessary. So I was there for a couple of days. They, this is where I got my new, they, they put me on new medicine. This is, I don't know, like the third or fourth one I've been on. And they, mm-hmm. they sent me to a, uh, a new therapist and to, they, to see a psychiatrist for the first time. So he could monitor my uh, medicine better. And, uh, yeah, so that's the therapist I have now. That I've seen him for like five years, five six years, and then uh, he's a good dude. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. He helps a lot. So um, that's where I kind of really learned to, to you know be open about how I'm feeling and uh, was able to get help and really uh, improve my situation more and more. You think the therapist was the there you. This therapist you connected with and you felt comfortable around mm-hmm. and was... Not initially, but yeah. Initially, got there. Yeah, yeah. I do think that's really important. It is. I had a... I went to a therapist one time. It was like in... I might, I might have talked about this on the podcast, but it was like mm-hmm. an old-ass lady. All right? Okay, yeah. And I went in like... In my brain, she was doing like Sudokus while she was talking to me. <laughs> Like, do you ever, yeah. you know, when you're talking to someone and they're just like, you can tell, like, Not oh, there. you don't, you are out to lunch right now doing yeah. Sudokus. Yep. 
And I was just like, this is the biggest waste of time ever. Because mm-hmm. you're just here, like, you're not... I feel like to be a good therapist, I feel like you have to at least be really good at pretending you care about the person and you want to yeah. change their... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I agree. That's That sucks, but yeah. So this, this guy was a lot better. I want to, uh, you know, allow myself to be open to the idea of therapy and really try yeah. Yeah. hard, so... We have to feel understood. Good. Yeah, yeah, so... It takes a while, but eventually, if you find the right person, you get there. So yeah, it was lucky. It only took one change. So yeah, yeah, nice. And then man. I got a new psychiatrist a couple years back. Um, because my other guy, he was he focused on kids, um, helping kids, and he opened up. Uh, he's doing a new practice with children, so he, he was transferring patients. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. I, uh, yeah, seen the same therapist for like six years. Seen the same psychiatrist for a couple of years. So yeah, good, good. So that you get out of the hospital, everything's. I got out of the hospital. I was I was a freshman at UC. Uh-huh. Um, you know things were good. Uh, yeah, uh, I did more crying in the hospital. Okay, that was good. Um, yeah. that is good. That's good. Yeah, um, crying's good. Yeah, is yeah. it? I, I, ever since I've been diagnosed. Up until uh, like last year, I really haven't cried. I think okay. I I was masking a lot of my emotions. Um, a lot of that could have been the medicine too, but I, I, you know. Did any of the I, medicines I, make you feel just numb, dead? Yeah, yeah. What's that like? I've never felt dead inside. <laughs> um, good. Um, Is it? Yeah, not good. Relief. Um, I mean, it's 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 a masking lot. It's masking. A lot mask a lot of your positive emotions, but it also masks a lot of your negative emotions. So right. at least you're not, you know, you're not happy, but you're not sad. Right. So that's see, that just something. sounds like a relief to me. That sounds yeah. nice. Yeah. I just want to chill for a minute and not care about anything. Everyone um, always says it's yeah. like, oh, I want to cry, I want to laugh, yeah. I want to hate, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? You don't want to feel anything. Yeah, I want to yeah. take them out. Every once in a while, yeah, that's good. I just want to sit back. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I've heard it described as pretty awful. I wouldn't get addicted to that feeling, but every once in a while, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. Yeah. All right. So then you're, you get a new, when do you, when do you get to this weird experimental? Um, is it weird? It's, it's not weird. It's, it's, it's a more extreme Okay. Type of therapy. Um, How do you get to this extreme? Uh, I was hospitalized again uh, the summer before my senior year in college, and this was more of a, I guess, an emergency type situation. Okay, uh, what happened? I've never tried to hurt myself. Um, never done that. I've obviously thought of suicide a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I was in a weird place. I was like physically, I was sick. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, in a place where I thought. Uh, I need some sort of intervention or I could do something that I regret. Uh, yeah. So I needed, so. You uh, physically felt sick? Yeah, yeah. Was it withdrawal or something? Uh, I don't, it might've been, um, it might've been, been a bug or something, but okay. uh, um, I was also, uh, you know, uh, 
not in a good place mentally at the same time. Yeah, um, a combo of the two. Yeah. Physical and mental. Yeah. And uh so What were you thinking? Um, I felt like I wanted to die. Like, yeah, what yeah. were you so you were was it like a consideration of suicide? Um or was it more of like a how cool would it be if I was just it was just no, over? It was it was more of uh uh serious consideration. Yeah. More so than any other time before that. Really? So I, I I went to my parents this time and said I I think I need to go somewhere. I don't feel I don't feel safe by myself. So you know, we did the same thing. We went to the same hospital and uh, you know, had an intervention. You know, yeah, there for a couple of days, chilled out. Um, so you got, got rid of the sickness. Yeah, got rid of the sickness okay. and got in a better state mentally. Um, you know, under strict supervision of yeah. a mental hospital. Um yeah. and uh Oh, were you in the the loony? The bin? Or is it <laughs> uh uh no is the same hospital as that before the Linear Center of Hope. It's uh 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 you know high dollar mental hospital. Okay. Um so yeah that's the other thing about mental health. Good health mental health care like any sort of medical care is very expensive. So, uh, Did, uh, does insurance cover stuff like that? Uh, does to most degree, to it depends on what your insurance is. Okay. Um, um but yeah, this, but it's not know, cheap. No, I, uh, one night there's you know thousands of dollars to be in a place, and the idea is you're yeah. in a safe place yeah. where you're even safe yeah. from your own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, you know they, you know they check on you at night. They check on you every 15 minutes. You have to keep your door cracked. Um, you're in a room, uh, can't have any shoes or anything tied, obviously no sharp objects. Uh, yeah. All the corners are, uh, sanded so there's no pointy edges. Yeah. You have a shower that only, uh, runs for like five minutes at a time and shuts off and you turn it back on so you can't drown yourself. Uh. Jeez, those are the worst. I was just imagining someone like bludgeoning their head on a corner of a desk. Yeah. There's, oh my there's gosh. There's no, uh, there's no, uh bags and any of the garbage cans it's just an empty bin because you oh my god so they, they they i mean rightfully so they had to take every precaution um yeah man so, uh and yeah, you were like you i can't need die this there. yeah because i'm mean, gonna drown myself in a shower i didn't i never never bag. never sat down to have write a plan you never did no you never had any like no well, maybe that I've, I, I've i've fantasized about um ways to kill myself but i never sat down to write a yeah. plan or i never hurt myself right never got you know never had yeah i just feel you no steps thoughts. yeah no just, steps in that direction yeah, yeah. Kind of ocd sort of thoughts about it right yeah. fantasizing about it you know yeah but yeah but yeah that was that was a necessary intervention so it was back there for how long were days. you in there um two days two and a half days okay it's just about the same for the last time all right, and then so, they they release you, and you're feeling better. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so they set up this weird thing. No, this was still a couple years away. Okay. So I get out of there. I'm good, and for like a year, I was like, I was kind of like now, I'm the best I've ever been. I'm extremely happy. Yeah. Um, all this stuff, and then uh, beginning of last year, or two Christmases ago, I I felt a, an episode coming on. Uh, for whatever reason, I for whatever I, reason, or was there something that triggered it? 
Uh, it was just out of the blue. It was out of the blue. But uh, I could tell it was coming. I, I, for some reason, I don't know why, I, I, I kind of knew in the back of my head this is going to be a really bad episode. You and felt it. You Even at that point, it wasn't mm-hmm. that bad, but you been the past. Something like, bad was coming. Are, was, you, are you affected by the seasons? Because you said it was Christmas time, right? I actually, yeah, I actually, I don't, I, I, I don't mind bad weather. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, I'd always get sad in like springtime and summer for some reason. I, I do too. I didn't like the, I don't yeah. like nice weather, you know, seeing people out happy and. Yeah, dude. It's like, it makes I you feel bad. You're it, like, yeah. look at that guy throwing a Frisbee. I don't, I yeah. don't even want to throw a Frisbee, but I feel yep. bad that I'm not. Yep. So I, so you know, this is winter time, so I should have been feeling okay. Right. But yeah. I knew something bad was coming, unlike anything I was going to experience. And I even like I even let people know, like, hey, storms coming. Yeah. Yeah. Just the heads up. Yeah. Stuff's going to get bad. So All right. It did. It was the worst episode I ever had. Uh, that was how long ago? This was the beginning of last year, two thousand. The beginning. Okay, so a little over a year ago. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Christmas 2015. Okay. Where is that? I felt coming on. All right. And uh, I uh, I started, I tried to get ahead of it. I was going to therapy, you know, once a week, uh, obviously taking my medicine, uh, journaling, stuff like that. Um, and But uh, I uh, told my psychiatrist, I think, because I heard of this thing called TMS a couple years before that, um, I thought that might be something good for me um, because it, TMS is for people who are uh, resistant to uh, traditional treatment, you know, medication, stuff like that. And at that point, had you kind of given up on meds and stuff? Or are you like, dude, nothing's doing it? I was giving up on most everything Okay. at that point, so I just didn't care. But you had hope with this TMS. Yeah, yeah, because um, uh, I was talking to my therapist, and he, he mentioned it that and you heard of TMS, and I was like, I think so. And then I really, I looked, I was researching it, and in researching it and seeing how effective it was for people, it got me like excited, like oh, like I, hope. I want, yeah, give yeah. me hope, give mm-hmm. me hope. But it's very, very, they have very strict guidelines about who can get it and when you can get it. Um, so I had, I had to do a little convincing on my part to get, you know, to even be considered. Right. I'm, I'm very. I'm very fortunate in the fact that my psychiatrist is he he charges in charge of the TMS therapy at UC, mm-hmm. so it was kind of uh, serendipity, I guess, that I would meet up with him. Right. Um, so we talked about it a little bit. Um, you know, um, he knew I was going through a really hard time, and uh, eventually he said, "Okay, we'll, we'll give this a shot." Because you have to go you, in. Okay. To, yeah, you, have to go in, you have to go into. So once it's, once it's on the table, you have to um, uh, go in for a consultation, it's called. Uh-huh. And they, they have, uh, it's like an hour long thing. They ask you all these questions. They review all your history just to see if you'd be eligible for it. Right. And, uh, you know, I had really bad anxiety at the time. I was like, I was on these medications that weren't working. I was shaking. I was you know, kind of going out of my skin. Right. Um. And you know he he knew that, and he was trying to help me through that. But uh, after the consultation, he said, "Yeah, I think you'd be a good good candidate for this." Um, and we set it up to do it. And uh, uh, T 
TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation, it's called. Is it risky? No, no. Uh, have you heard of ECT? Yeah. Um, that's electroshock convulsive therapy. It's they shock your brain, kind of restart your brain. Yeah, that sounds so, terrifying. This is is it. Even now, ECT is very safe. Um, they it's they got it down to shocking science. your brain though. Yes, it is. But that it, sounds in that. They they put you under and they have they have doctors there to monitor you and you to, you you stay there and you know if you're not well they don't let you go back home but it's it's very safe and TMS is it's this is a bad comparison it's it's kind of like it's a very weak cousin sort of um, okay um, so it, they're similar but very different so this is um, I I don't want to read my notes read. so I'm yeah. TMS um, stimulates small regions of the brain during uh, to produce a magnetic field generator. Uh, so there's like this this coil they put on your head, and uh, uh, what they do is uh, they uh, had to test out. It has to be on a specific location in your brain. Mm-hmm. So they do they move it around and they give you little pulses. And the the idea is you'd watch and if your pinky starts twitching, then that's the right spot to right region of your brain that they want to manipulate through a uh, it's freaking field. me out yeah uh, uh, at the beginning it, yeah it freaks you out in the beginning so if they're putting like a magnet on a part of your brain it's going to move mm-hmm. your pinky and that's very, how they know they're at the right spot a very yeah very powerful magnet magnet oh my gosh so they do that they put it on um they had to uh first consultation is like well the, the treatment itself is six weeks mm-hmm. five days a week um it's a 40 minute treatment um uh, four second pulses and then thirty six seconds. Are you conscious of, for this? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They can give you some sort of like numbing agent if it's irritant, but it's uh, initially it's it's uh, it's uncomfortable, but you get used to it very quickly. Do you feel it in your brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like a it's like a four second popping noise. You feel? Yeah. Wait, you hear it? You hear it and you feel it. It's like uh, it's like if a, if a woodpecker. Th- mistook your brain your head for a, a tree that's kind of what it sounds like and what it would feel like you understand uh, yeah like yeah. when a woodpecker does that yeah to your brain like kind of knocking not it's like a not like a knock on your brain um or a specific spot on your brain so four second pulses then like 30 seconds of nothing and four second pulses and this continues for 40 minutes so you're uh, you're conscious you're awake you're sitting up right in a chair with the administer Okay. Person ministering there for you, uh, an RN who does it. Um, but it's not necessarily painful. I didn't think it was painful. It's okay. it's uncomfortable. People people respond to it differently because mm-hmm. what they do is they it, they there's certain power. Um, it, it, you have to get to a certain level of of power. Um, it's like 120 volts, I think, and they start you out at like 80 and kind of like you build up. Oh, you're fine. You, know, you keep you keep. You build up until you get to like 120. That's the full strength. That full strength woodpecker. Yeah, blasting to, through your skull. Yeah, trying to. So they started me out, and um, some people would take some couple of days to get up to full strength. Okay. Um, to, just depending on the person. Did you go the full 120? Yeah, in that 40 first, minutes? the first day. Yeah, I got okay. all the way up. Um, the first day is weird. Like, like when it pulsed, like my this side of my face would, like the left side of my face would like shake violently just because it wasn't used to it. And then the next day I went in and I didn't have any of the shakes when it happened. So I, I responded to it um, 
are adjusted to it very well, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did that, you know, five days a week for six weeks and, uh, take, takes, you know, a few weeks for you to feel anything. So the first month, I didn't feel any different. Okay. But you had a lot of hope for this. I was very excited at the prospect of, of doing it just because mm-hmm. I think they said, uh, you know, a lot of people, I can't remember the specific, I think it's like 80% or have like, don't have any depressive symptoms, you know, a year afterwards. Um, and some people 80%? Have, yeah. All right. And some people are going to full remission from their symptoms. So, that, you know, to tell, for someone who's in a very bad spot, that's very promising, very exciting. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was I was ecstatic when they, you know, let me do it. So I got the okay to do it. But you're then you're a month out from the treatment, mm-hmm. and a you're like, eh, I don't know. Nothing. It, I don't know if I was thinking it'd be like a dramatic twist. Um, but yeah, about a month in is probably when I started feeling noticing something different. Because a lot of times, like being on so many different medications, you know, you kind of think the whole chemical imbalancing is is bullshit because you've been on so many different medications nothing's changing right this can't be real but then this you know really the idea with tms is it it activates part of your brain that um that is dormant okay and uh, gives you more activity in your brain um you know you you do like an mri of your brain different parts light up this the idea is that it activates parts of your brain that don't light up, you know, in an MRI. And, uh, how does that help? It, um, it kind of, to me, it kind of rewires your brain. Um, and when I first started noticing a difference, that's when I really believed, okay, maybe there was something chemically wrong with me Yeah. that for whatever reason, the medicine wasn't addressing. So I needed some sort of more, uh, intensive intervention, which is what TMS was. Right. It, it, uh, you know, it, it, uh, activate parts of my brain and kind of rewired my brain, um, you know, more into what, you know, a happy person would feel. Okay. Yeah. Like so a really, reset. Yeah. Yeah. Reset. And it's just sort of, it, it really addressed the imbalance, I guess that was going on in my head that I didn't even realize at the time and kind of, uh, set me on the straight and narrow. How long did it take to, for that to kick in? Probably, probably, the fourth or fifth week, I started noticing a difference. Okay. Yeah. What What do they um What do they tell you? How long do they tell you it takes to feel that? Uh, some people uh, a couple weeks, but mostly people. Most I think they said three or four weeks in. You if if this is to help you, you'd start noticing a difference. So I was right right around then. So about halfway, two thirds of the way through. Okay. Yeah. What about? What about this? I have like an, a thought. Mm-hmm. All right. What if you, what if it was almost, because I, I remember hearing a podcast, they talk about this heart, uh, it was a, it was like a heart surgery that people would have. Yeah. Uh, and ba- they were basically tying the wrong, I don't know exactly, and I, I might be misquoting it, but they were 
doing something to the arteries that was not affecting the actual problem itself that these people were having. Mm -hmm. They were doing this for a long time. It was just because they were ignorant to the fact that this wasn't what needed to be done. Mm -hmm. But for everyone they did this on, all of them felt the symptoms, like the relief from all the symptoms of this problem they were having. Like like placebo kind of? Placebo. It was the fact that they'd been opened up and told that they were all better that made them feel Mm -hmm. so much better and so much relieved. What do you think... What do you think about that? What if it was the fact that you had so much hope in this that you didn't have in previous medications and things mm-hmm. that it was almost self-fulfilled where, do you know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't helping, but it was helping. Yeah. So that very well, I've never thought of that. You don't care either way. At this point, I don't care. It, right. it worked, but uh, uh, that very well could be it, um, you know, because it's just a magnet poking at your head. How much, right. How big a difference can it be? But it... But it changed your life. It 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 changed my life. Yes, so much better. Do you think? So much better. Okay, but all right. So it's been over a year now, and you've had this treatment how many times? Um, it will be a year in April. Okay. And, uh, for six weeks, so month and a half. Okay. Four, you know, five times six. Okay. So Thirty-five treatments. Okay. Yeah. So, given there have been times in your life where you've taken a medic- medication and felt better and felt relief, mm-hmm. um, I'm not trying to freak you out, mm-hmm. but I might be right now. Uh, That's okay. Do you, you're still hopeful because you've been in a place where you're like, oh, this was effective. Oh, I took the Zoloft for a minute and mm-hmm. I was good. Mm-hmm. You've been in a place where you thought you were out of the darkness mm-hmm. and you've come back in. Yep. How is this different? Um... I have to go back to the the, the 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 brain chemistry, the chemical imbalance okay. that I didn't believe for a long time. I, this to me, TMS it, it, clear, it cleared up. Like my brain was like in a fog, yeah, uh, and this this cleared away the fogginess. I was able to see everything so clearly now and have this fresh perspective that I never had. Um, so that uh, so I had to believe that there was something chemically wrong with me that wasn't being addressed before, and now it was um, addressed, and uh, things were, you know, it cleared this path for me to, to you know, even once the treatment is over, there's still a lot of work to be done, um, mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, emotions that needed to be felt and addressed, right? But, it, but this was the necessary first step to clear my head and. Uh, give me perspective to then realize, okay, now, now the work begins. I need to address these issues, address these emotions. Right. But I couldn't do that before that. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. I know what you're saying. You're mm-hmm. saying, okay, now I'm out of this. It's almost like an under underlying, just depressed, mm-hmm. sad emotion that doesn't have anything to do with anything. And then you can kind of yeah. uncover that and then deal with real life emotions. Yeah. It, that, op- it opened the door. It opened the door for me to, to really address my uh, issues and my uh, demons, for lack of a better word. Yeah. To, uh, you know, get to a, this place that I'm at now. Yeah, get the real work done. Yeah, because even like like the crying stuff. Like I like I said, I never cried for you know six or seven years uh, because of you know the depression or whatever the medications. I don't. So yeah. Yeah, I've been to funerals and stuff and never cried or anything. Just dead then, inside. 
To a degree, yes. And yeah. then after, after the funny thing is after, after I got this treatment, it, it, like all these emotions were like bubbling up inside of me. Yeah. Um, I guess it was just my for, grandma is dead. My and grandma has been was dead, dead for three I, years. Yeah. Cr- that's actually what happened. Is that exactly right? It's, yeah. And like, you process your grandmother's death retroactively. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, guess, yeah you're right. She died about three years ago. I, I didn't cry at her funeral. So yeah. Did you cry later? Yeah. 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 When you thought about it. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, that's actually a bummer. Yeah. So I, I had all these emotions. I had to like. There were times I had to leave work because I thought I was gonna. I was crying. I, I, I was feeling. I was like, I was feeling all my emotions again for the first time in seven years. Right. And I had to. I had to physically remove myself from situations and deal with these emotions and allow myself to be upset or anxious or yeah. cry just so I can get it out and then okay I'm good I can go back to work and be a productive person again right so that that was all last summer I was doing that yeah feeling my emotions for three or four months yeah like you'd leave work and mm-hmm. you'd say but it was for like a good reason you're yeah, like this yeah, is okay it's weird I know I'm crying here in the office but, but I need to yeah, yeah and this is all right I will be back I will get my stuff yeah. done yeah but yeah, yeah let me give cry me, give me 10 minutes I'll be back yeah to listen to a sad song right and cry and yeah back. yeah so process it, it. Uh, yeah so uh, that's part of the opening the door it uh, allowed me to because I could have just shut that off and said okay I'm treated I don't need to deal with these emotions but then you know I'd be back in the same situation later on so I, I had to you think really... that that's what it kind of stems from is just mm-hmm just like not wanting to deal with yeah yeah huh. you had to i feel like a lot you get your body knows when something's wrong you have to listen to what your body is telling you okay um like um so if your body is telling you you need to cry or you need to deal with this or that you need to do it or else it's it will go away but then it'll come back like a bear you know two years later for no reason because you didn't deal with it at that particular time so you really have to be in, it allowed me to be in touch with what my body was trying to tell me and, you know, accepting the fact that, okay, this is what I have to do in this moment to yeah. get better. So, that, yeah, and that was all because of, you know, the TMS. It allowed right. me to deal with those. Just look at something and mm-hmm. feel it all so you can move on from it. Yep. Not be like, yeah, stop thinking about that. Let's close the door. Yeah, because that was, you know, that was my thought pattern for years, you know, repress everything. Yeah, and then it would bubble up, you know, and I'd have to go to the hospital, or I'd have to Interesting. do whatever. So is that a? I mean, is that kind of a tip you're giving? Is you know, experience life as it happens. Yeah, you just you know, uh, don't repress what you're feeling. You know, it's a, it, it sucks to feel sad, but you know, you you have to kind of live in the sadness for a moment, and it will, if you deal with it as it's happening, it will pass. Or at least in my case, it will pass. Interesting. And then you're able to, to move on, and it, it won't pop back up, you know, 10 times worse. I'm going to think road. about that. Like, in my own, I mean, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, but we're doing a podcast. I'm not going to do it now, but I'm just trying to think <laughs> yeah. times where, you know what I mean, where I've been, I've felt that way, where mm-hmm. you're just kind of getting a weird, Yeah. I'll just call it a funk. I know it's mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, not yeah. a good word for it, but... Mm-hmm what may have triggered it you know maybe it was mm-hmm. that maybe it was just me being like oh things you know things are happening to me and i just don't want to think about them yeah that's crazy man yeah um rumination i guess is the word 
therapist use when you think of something over and over again. But, you know, yeah, if you're feeling, you know, accept the way you're feeling and, and, and allow yourself to feel that way. Yeah. You don't, don't, you know, don't f- spend too long on that emotion. Right. Just whatever is necessary to help that time pass. Um, it's hard to know, yeah, though. When are you festering and when are you, you know what I mean? When are you festering and when are you... a fine line I don't have an answer for. Yeah. Um, you just have to experiment with it. Because how often when people are like kind of bummed out, yeah. people are like, let's go take your mind off of it. Yeah. Let's go repress yeah. that trauma. Is, that's, that's good also, but to a point, um, so. Yeah, there's no right answer, is there? No, it's just, you know, distraction. You just got to experiment, experiment with it yourself and see what works and doesn't work. Yeah, you got to try. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing. I was trying to get better for the first time. Yeah. And it was good. I got better. Dude. A lot of work, go. though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, uh, Getting your brain zapped, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. It's, uh, yes. yes. Sometimes I think, man, I think about, yeah, I don't know. That's a risky move. Even thinking about a magnet near my brain, like having mm-hmm. one magnet on the other side yep. of my brain, and like whatever the hell that would do to my head, yeah, freaks me out. Um, I would have to be, yeah. I'd have to be, like messed up yeah. to go and say, yeah, take do that to me, yeah, go go yeah. ape shit with magnets on my brain. Yeah, but, but you know, yeah, uh, desperate times. Desperate times. Call yeah. for magnets. Call for magnets. Yes. Uh, you got anything else on uh, TMS that you wanted to say on those notes that people um, should know? Let's see. Uh, no, no, that was cool. That's pretty much it. What would you, if you wanted to tell people something that they may not have known or they mm-hmm. may not have understood, like something small mm-hmm. that you could say, like not like sum it up, but just like I don't think people know this and they should know this. Um, I would say, uh, don't, uh, don't repress what you're feeling. Uh, you're feeling that way for a reason. Um, it's your job to figure out why, um, even if you don't want to, um, uh, like analyze. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, analyze what you're feeling and, uh, you know, know that, that, you know what you're feeling isn't wrong uh it's just all right it just is what it is yeah and uh you know allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling and uh you know yeah just do it just yeah, just, just live in it. it just for a certain amount of time you know yeah you know, yeah not too long but not too short you know right and just you know uh, you know, put yourself, uh, one thing that helped me is, you know, put your, put yourself first, your needs and your emotions and things you want first. Um, you know, obviously if you have, yeah, what do you mean? If you, like the one thing, things I wasn't putting my needs first, I was, I was a people pleaser. I still am. Yeah. So I would do whatever possible, what other people wanted and take care of that first before taking care of myself. And that was a lot of cause of this right so you know put put you know having put yourself having a good time and your desire to have that first yeah if you can um 
and focus on enjoying yourself and putting your needs first. Take care of yourself first. And that's been a big help to me. That's Something interesting. I never did. Yeah. It's funny because when you say when you say that, it always sounds like you're like being selfish. But if you it's really very think about self- it, it sounds very selfish. It yes. does, but it's but if you, you're not doing that, it does boil up. And you do. Mm-hmm. I've I've noticed because I'm you know I mean a lot of people are people pleasers. Yeah. To some people, maybe not to others, yeah. but you do. In a lot of cases, you end up resenting people. Mm-hmm. You and that's that's an easy place to go. Maybe it doesn't boil it up in the way that it mm-hmm. manifests itself in your case. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I try to please people too much, I end up resenting them. Mm-hmm. And it's usually it's like not on them; it's on me for wanting to please them all the mm-hmm. time. When in reality, they didn't have those expectations of me. Right? You know, I'm like, oh, I did this for you. I did this for you know for that for this. And they're like, dude, I never asked you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is um, just, uh, you know, you got to realize you, know, you know, this is your life. Yeah. And it's over when it's over. So you got to make sure you're happy first. Yeah. And, you know, forget what other people think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just you know, think about what your priorities are and, and put them in order and, you know, make that your goal. Yeah. You know, pr- prioritize your happiness first. Yeah. And then, you know, everything else will fall in line. Or, in yeah. my case, will fall in line. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Don't be a piece of shit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to the person like, that yeah. hears that and just wants to be a complete yeah. Yeah, don't, to don't, everyone. Don't give that carte blanche to act however you want. Yeah, yeah. if they're a scumbag, they're Still they're being gonna... a human being. Right. Yeah. If they, okay, if the person that heard that and is just going to act like a complete inconsiderate piece of shit is going to Fuck do that, yeah. they were already going to. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah if you had like, like a wife and kids, obviously they take precedence, but. Yeah, your life's over. Stop. Yeah. Like, it's done. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be sad. Yeah. But you, it, it's not about you anymore. But if you don't, you know, yeah. have fun. Yeah. That's all that matters. Is yeah, man. Having fun and. Not getting married and having children. Yeah. Yeah, but companionship is, there's something to be said about that, too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, no, get married. Have a kid. Go to church. Uh, yeah. Build a fence around your lawn. Get a dog. Mm-hmm. Just not around your heart. All right. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you got to plug? Got anything? Um, I'll be at Go Bananas on Wednesday, the 22nd. Okay. This coming Wednesday. Ooh, this might not be out. That's okay. Plug it. People should know you were there. I, I was at Go Bananas on the 22nd. You should have seen him. He was great. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Twitter, at uh, HeinzTanner1. I gotta follow you. Um, you Instagram, TannerHeinz, uh, H-I-N-D-S. I got a blog, um, TannerHeinz.wordpress.com. I, I post once a week. Try to post once a week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. We'll trying to be I'll share your stuff. Prolific. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do it often. Yeah. Have content. Yep. Yep. I've been there. It's all good. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Tanner. All right. Thanks. Later. See ya.